Hi guys, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Trisha Stavankiewicz, registered dietitian and nutritionist. On our episode today, I wanted to spend some time talking about this idea of inaction when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care goals. So I feel like a lot of us get in this space where we so badly desire something and then we are unable to follow through on the actions and the desire that we have. So I want to talk about that. Before we start the episode, I want to just start with a quote um, by Harry Truman. And it is something that I think is so true and might be relevant as we continue this episode. Imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. So imperfect action is better than perfect inaction. Think about that. So why I wanted to talk about this episode today is that I have talked about on here that I am a dietitian and I've worked in critical care nutrition. So I've worked in a hospital with very critically ill patients and I currently work in a dialysis center. And so Typically, in these populations, I see disease states that have progressed um, for a multitude of reasons, and many times there's long-term consequences of some of the choices that were made. And so I wanted to kind of talk about that because, you know, when I'm, when I'm talking about these things, especially when it comes to our health, there's a lot of genetic components and variables here. Um, when it comes to like different disease states. And so I'm not really talking about that, but I'm talking about that maybe there's a few things that may be either preventable or maybe we're able to get them and kind of get on top of some of these things before they get to a place that they really have an impact when it comes to our health. And so thus, this is the inspiration for this podcast in general was a way to kind of shift from this place of an emergency to a place that we're focusing more on prevention and what is some of the mindset when it comes to prevention, when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care goals. And so as part of this podcast today, that's what we're going to talk about, the consequences of inaction and how that might be affecting you and then covering four different things that maybe we can do, four different steps that we can take to kind of help us see through that and get to a place that perhaps we were able to take a little bit more action than we were before you listened to this podcast. That's my goal anyway. So that's what we're going to talk about today, the consequences of staying the same and not taking action. Said in another way, it could be that what is the consequence of you wanting to make this change that maybe you've been talking about forever? So maybe there's something that you've been saying like, oh, I want to do this, but you actually haven't followed through on it. And so each of the days that you say this to yourself or you say this out loud to other people turn into weeks, the weeks turn into months, and the months turns into years of not having any change that you really wanted to pursue. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about some of the situations and some of the more common things that people want to change when it comes to their health, wellness, and self-care goals. 
So what happens if you, um, if you're somebody who has diabetes or you're somebody who has high blood pressure and you don't really take it seriously, right? So that could be the first thing, but you keep thinking about it like, oh, I want to take this more seriously. I want to take my medicine. I want to try to get my numbers down, but you don't actually do anything. What happens if you continue on this trajectory of not getting enough sleep every night and as a consequence, you don't really feel like you're living your best life because you're tired all the time and you just kind of walk around in this fog? What happens if you keep talking about that you want to make these health choices that could be different and your ultimate goal is weight loss? This is probably one of the most common that I hear. I want to lose weight. I want to do this. But then I'm not really able to, to do these things that I, that I really feel like maybe would help me to achieve um, a healthier version of me in the long run. Well, what if you basically, you know, are consuming more alcohol than you would like to do? And what if you're somebody who like really wants to go on vacation, but you keep working really hard and not doing anything about that, even though you so badly know that you need a vacation, but you're prioritizing having the money, or maybe you just can't afford at this point in time doing that. So what will all of this inaction cost you? Well, first I want to kind of review what inaction means, right? It means that you're not moving forward. So you're not taking action on something that you really want to achieve. And so why do people not take action when it comes to their health, wellness, and self-care goals? Well, there tends to be a multitude of reasons and they differ from person to person. Um, and it might not just be one thing. It might just be, there might be a couple things that as I go through this list might really resonate with you. The first one I think probably resonates with most people, myself included, is this, this idea of having fear. So fear could be for so many things. It might be you're afraid that you're going to fail because maybe you failed a million times before and you just can't handle another failure because everything else in life feels so hard that this idea of failure would just be something that you're just not in the position that you want to that you want to be at this point in time. You could have this fear of success or feeling like that if you are successful at this, maybe that's a really scary prospect. But then maybe also something would change in your life with that fear of success. Maybe you would lose friends that you want. Maybe it would change a relationship, but that there's something there that being different or having the success would somehow change your life in a way that might not be comfortable for you. And maybe you're not really ready for that. Maybe you have this fear that something is going to change and you're not you just don't want to be in that position to handle that change because maybe you don't want it to change and that might be something that's holding you back. Other things could be that maybe you don't really want anything to change. Maybe you're okay with where you're at and your circumstances. Maybe you aren't ready and that's a big one to know because if you're not ready, no matter how much work and effort you put into it, 
you may not be successful at doing it because your mindset isn't in a place that you are able to give 100%. Maybe you lack the confidence to feel like that you're able to make this change. Maybe you're holding yourself back. And then maybe it is just that you just don't want to be uncomfortable. You just don't want to have this feeling of deprivation or you just want to be in this place that things are a little bit easier. And maybe you're in a place that like there's so little things that bring you joy and maybe there are some things that like that you're doing that brings you some joy and you don't really want to give that up. So there's a lot of different reasons and there's certainly way more reasons um, than I'm even listing here. But what I want to talk about is that this idea of inaction, not doing anything, is still a choice. And I think sometimes we forget that, that I think we, and and I do this too, so as a caveat to all this, like I do all these things, like all of it, because I'm human just like you. So this isn't like meant to be judgmental, it's meant to be that we're all human and just trying to get to like the bottom of why it is you're not doing what you want and if there's something that we can do to help each other to get there. Um, And so I think this idea that inaction is a choice is something that for me was always like, oh, really? And so it's meant to give you this idea that you have some kind of power. But I think what we do is, is that we get to this place that inaction feels like a way that we don't really have to take movement and somehow we get to a place that like we can allow ourselves to be a little bit more victimized because because we're not doing anything about it. And so I want you to remember that even if you're not doing anything, even if you're not taking action, you are still making a choice. It may not feel like a choice, but it is because ultimately you are deciding to either do something or to not do something. And for every action, there's a consequence. And for every inaction, there is a consequence. So what are the consequences and what would it cost you if you decide to not do anything today for any of the reasons that we listed? Well, the consequence could be that you may weigh the same, um, or maybe you could look back in 10 years and weigh more. Um, maybe you're still eating like shit because that's what you've been doing, even though you've been promising yourself that maybe you would try to eat better. Um, and I think that's a consequence too, is not being not like, I think like letting yourself down because you want to do something, but then you're not following through with it. That's, that's a way that we're kind of, you know, we're, we're not like following through on the promises that we're making to ourselves. Your health will probably either be the same or worse because if you're not taking any action to make it better, then there's not going to be any change. Maybe some of the diseases that you um, that may have been preventable or a little bit more in a position to be um, curable may no longer be um, reversible, and it might be something that has a little bit more of a longer term impact because. There was no intervention to make things um, better. And those long-term consequences of inaction led to a progression of whatever disease it is that you may have been trying to prevent. 
Um, if you continue to eat out the same, then maybe that's something that, you know, you're probably not going to feel that great. So now you have like 10 years under your belt of eating like shit and feeling like shit because of that. Um, maybe you're having more inflammation and you're not able to, you know, um, maybe that's going to put you at risk for other diseases. Perhaps you are, you had promised yourself to do more physical activity, but you're not doing it. And so by default, you're not as physically active as you want to be. And maybe you're not as mobile as you had hoped that you would be at whatever age you're at. But I think one of the biggest cost of inaction is that you're no closer and you may even be further away from becoming the person that you dream of being. And so what do you do? What do you do with that? Like now that we're talking about it and you might be thinking, oh shit, I wanted to do this a couple years ago, but I didn't. But I want you to have some hope with all this, right? Because this is never meant to be, this is always, this podcast is meant to be like educational and in a place that we can really start to figure out what it is that's holding us back and normalizing it. Because I feel like everyone and everyone makes it sound like things are so easy. So let's like normalize that we all have these feelings and that there's things holding us back because the more we do that, the more support we can provide to each other that we're normal and and we're human. And so let's talk about that. So if perhaps you felt like some of these things resonated with you, and again, it doesn't have to be about health, wellness, and self-care, even though that's what we talk about here, but it could be things like with money. It could be you know, a house that you wanted to buy that you never did or how much money you wanted in retirement that you didn't have. It could be with any topic and this idea of not taking the action that you wanted and being in a position that you don't feel like you thought you would be at this point in your time. So what do you do about that? Well, remember, every decision that you make is a choice and will have a consequence. So Taking action is a choice that will have a consequence, and taking no action at all is also a choice with a consequence. And so for you, you have to figure out where you're at at this particular time. Do you want the consequence of taking action and having things be different? Because nothing will change in your life that you want unless you take some kind of action. Or do you want to keep doing the same thing um, and having the same consequences, having, having the same life that you have right now? So the good news in all of this is that this is all a choice. And so you get to decide what you want to do today. And I think that sometimes can be really scary because it almost, it almost, keeps us on the hook because I think a lot of times we don't, we don't take action, but we don't really feel like, like somehow we can be like, oh, there was a million things or we can put an excuse to it. Or again, like we can become victims to that and we don't have to really take the responsibility for that. But knowing that when you're doing that, it's going to impede you from being who you want to be. And it's still going to have a consequence and the consequence will be that nothing will change. Everything will be the same as it is today. 
And so you need to figure out what it is. Are you in a position that you want to do something different? Then you're going to have to do something different. In order to be and and have what you want, you're going to have to take some kind of action. And that action is going to have a consequence. And if you're not in a place that you don't want to do anything, you're just not ready, well, then you can remain inactive and not do anything but knowing that that's also going to have a consequence and that consequence is going to be that probably nothing will change and that you're going to stay the same at this point in time until you make the decision that you're ready to take action. So let's talk about four different steps that you can do when it comes to getting to a place that you are ready to start taking action. Because in all of these episodes, it's meant to empower you to get to a place that you think a little bit differently and you think about what it is you want to achieve in the long term and getting into a mindset of, of, of maybe that you're becoming a little bit ready to do it each day. So the first strategy I would say would be to figure out what it is you want to change. So are you somebody who wants to... Um, who wants to go on vacation more? Are you somebody who wants to get more sleep? Are you somebody who wants to change the way that you eat? Because ultimately you have this desire to change your relationship with food and maybe have subsequent weight loss. Are you somebody who um, wants to be more physically active or reduce your risk of chronic disease that you may be at risk for? But just knowing what that changes that you want to do is the most important thing because then once you know that, then you can really start to think about the emotion that's holding you back from achieving that. And so when you're doing this, it's really important to be honest with yourself about this because you're not going to be able to change the behavior, whatever it is you want to achieve, unless you know what emotion is holding you back. So for instance, if you are, you're really scared. So I live in this constant place of fear, like I'm scared to do lots of different things. And so perhaps you're like me and you're looking up fear quotes all the friggin' time. Well, the emotion and the, and the process for you is going to be different than if you're not ready. And so that's why it's important to really understand the emotion, the emotion that, you are having about whatever change it is because it's going to change and they're going to be different depending on what that is. So if you're somebody who is scared all the time, like me, then you're going to be somebody who maybe, you know, takes smaller steps and needs to think about things for a longer period of time. And maybe you need to write down the strategy Because maybe that's the way that you can slowly get yourself out of a place of fear. But if you're somebody who is in a place that you're not actually ready to take any action, then I think that's important to know because then you can accept that you're not in this place that you want to make a change and you can move on and do something else and just let it go. And then it just frees you from carrying this weight around of, of oh, I, I should be doing this, I should be doing that. If you're not ready, then you're not going to probably take action. So it just gives you, um, it just kind of frees you from having and 
And again, like having that decision right now and and allow you to come back to a place when you're ready to actually deal with whatever that emotion is, then you're able to do that. So knowing what it is that you want to change and then subsequently knowing and being honest about what it is that's holding you back, I would say is the first thing for you to do. Because knowing that like none of these things are going to get better unless you understand those emotions involved, because then that's what's going to help you formulate a roadmap and help you with the decision to make something to, to make something different and to make something happen. The second strategy I would say would be to kind of like immerse yourself in the experience of what you want to do in terms of making changes. Start to like familiarize yourself and get a little bit more in the culture of whatever it is you want to do. So if you're somebody who is, you want to save money and you are wanting to really you know, settle down and focus on your retirement. Maybe you immerse yourself into reading books and a culture or community or even podcasts that are all centered around money. And that would be with anything, any of the topics that you wish to do. If you're somebody who is really thinking about stress management, that's something that you're really trying to concentrate on, then immerse yourself into a community where there's meditation or, you know, there's a million calm apps or other applications that you can get on your phone that can help with stress management or even breathing that would help that. If you're somebody who's really focused on your health, continue to listen to a health podcast like this one. And, and also I would do things that are reputable, like reputable um, information that could help you. And then also immersing yourself with other people who are going to be supportive of you in that goal. It's really hard to make a health change and just kind of do it alone. And I know I'm somebody who does that all the time. I think I just want to do it. I don't want to tell anybody that I'm making any change and I tiptoe into it. But ultimately what helps me get to a place that I'm able to really get in there is when I'm able to connect with other people and be supported by a community. And so maybe that's something that would help you too. When it comes to like weight loss and health changes, we know and the research shows us that that community effort um, and the community support and accountability is something that really helps with long-term changes. So I want you to think about what it is you want to achieve and think about some of the, um, some of the information or just to start to get comfortable with people that maybe have what you want and what communities they're involved with, what social media groups they belong to, and what kind of podcasts and books that they are reading so that you can get into a place that you're changing your mindset when it comes to that. Because a lot of this stuff is about mindset. And this is what's going to continue with the next strategies. So the third thing would be start with one thing. So years ago, when I first became a dietitian, I I did this um like a like I did this like weight management program. And the program was basically like you eat like a very low calorie diet and you exercise. 
I've made a ton of mistakes when it comes to weight loss. Um, and what, what I noticed and what I would see and what the research kind of supports now that I'm on the other side of that is that most people are going to be able to do one thing at a time and as opposed to making a whole bunch of changes, right? Look in your past history of when you're trying to make changes in your life. You'll probably notice that if you just focus on one thing and then continue that focus every day, you're probably going to get to a place that you've achieved that goal as opposed to doing a whole bunch of things. So what I noticed is when I would run that support group years ago would be that people would be really able to eat the meals that they needed to eat, but they were really, it was really hard for them to do the physical activity because there were so many things that they had to do in order to meet the criteria of this program. But if we just concentrated on one thing and the participants and my group members were able to do that one thing over and over again, they were much able, they were much better able to get to the goal that they wanted because what would happen is they would, so for most people, it was the way that they ate and to continue the meal plans, right? And so what they would do is it would give them the space to explore what meals they liked, what their day would look like, um, you know, what, like what worked for them with their life and their schedule. And it kind of took away the distraction of all the other things that they had to worry about and it became less overwhelming. And so this is what I want you to do is just to pick one thing that you're thinking that you want to change. And I want you to do this every day because you want to get to a place that you're becoming more and more comfortable with whatever it is you're trying to achieve. And if you're doing too many things, it's going to be very hard for you to feel that level of discomfort because you're always going to kind of feel out of your, you're always going to feel like there's just so many things and you're always going to feel really overwhelmed. So if you're able to pick one small thing, then that will help you navigate every day and figure out what works for you. And that helps because it essentially it helps you kind of figure out what the obstacles you may face. Um, and it helps you see like what will work in your life and it will allow you to see what doesn't work in your life and then pivot and change so that you can, um, so that you can ultimately get to what works for you. So it becomes very individualized. And then once you kind of find what that is, you repeat that over and over again until you become more confident in that. And then once you become more confident in that, then you make the next change. And so again, these participants, what they would do is they would get the meal planning down. Once they got that down, it could be weeks, it could be months, it could be years before they got that, then they would go to the next thing. And for them, a lot of the participants, it ended up being the physical activity. So it was never a goal to be able to do all of these things at once. It was to concentrate on one thing, get better at it, pivot, and then keep doing it. And then once they got comfortable, then they would start to add physical activity in what they were doing. And so then at that point, you know, they were able to get more and more confidence in what they were doing. And then it, they were already used to being uncomfortable. And so then they were a little bit more able to 
who have that risk of being uncomfortable. And so I encourage you today to start with one thing, focus on that one change that you want to do, and then keep going. Learn about it, figure out what works, and then modify it and pivot. And then once you feel like you get to a point that you know what it is, repeat it over and over again until it becomes easier for you. And then lastly, the fourth strategy, and this is, I think, probably the most important of all of it, is to manage your expectations. So much of these like health goals, money goals, any goals that you have, it's all about the expectations. I think we think that so many of the changes that we're going to make are going to be easier than they are. So I want you to know it's not going to be as easy as you think it is. But also, it may not be as hard as you think it is either. For me, again, I'm always like, oh shit, that's going to be too hard. And then I stall and procrastinate. And so maybe that's you too. But I think we have to remember that that feeling is only temporary. It's not forever. When it comes to food, I see this a lot of like, oh, I have to give up all the things I like. And that's a lot of times why diets don't work because people feel like it's going to be forever and that I have to give up all the things I like, but you don't. And so it's kind of the same thing. You may feel like you are uncomfortable for a period of time, but it's not, it's not forever. It's only temporary and it will get better. It's not, it's, it's not going to be forever. So anyway, basically, you know, one of the other mindset things in terms of managing these expectations is remembering that it is scary to do something new. Your brain isn't going to go to a place that it's going to like this feeling of discomfort. If anything, you're going to be in a place that it's always going to be easier to be in a comfortable position, something that you know, as opposed to doing something that's new, which is going to provide a lot of discomfort. And your brain is always going to feel more comfortable and have the decision to do something that is familiar as opposed to doing something unfamiliar and knowing that that is completely normal. But I think it's also just as long as you know that, then it sets you up to know that it's, that this is, this is the way it goes and that there's nothing wrong with you when it feels hard and it feels uncomfortable and it feels like you're never going to get there. And it feels like, it feels like it's been forever. That's completely normal. And to feel like it's not going to be perfect. How could I forget that one? Because I think that is a really big one for most people is that if it's not perfect, I'm not going to do it. So knowing that when you go into anything, any decision that you decide that you want to take action on, it's not going to be easy. It is going to be scary to do something new. It is not going to be perfect. But once you know that, then you can really start to figure out ways to manage those expectations and to try to figure out what helps you in getting through those emotions. So is it easier when things are going to get really hard for you? 
And maybe that doubt, that like overwhelming feeling that maybe you can't do it because that discomfort is just so great. What can you do with that? What is going to change that? You'll really start to figure out, you know, once you know that those feelings are something that are quote unquote normal, you can start to figure out what the obstacles are and how to combat that. And so perhaps, you know, for me, I do meditation. I know that that can get me in a place of having more confidence and to really like drown out those feelings. I have an episode on here that I did with a meditation. Um, one of my friends that does meditation, I will leave that in the show notes if that's something that you want to try to do. Um, I would say also journaling is something if you're journaling your feelings, I just think that journaling is helpful because it just gives you information about where you're at this particular time, but it seems so hard that people don't want to do it, but it's not about judgment. It's just about getting whatever is in your head out onto a piece of paper. And you don't even have to like, you can like rip it up after you're done because it's not about reading it or having anybody else read it. It's about you getting it out of your head and challenging that emotion And then I think another thing that works is really like having some kind of playlist for yourself. So I don't know if you guys listen to, I'm like so school, but like having some kind of like either Amazon music or having iTunes or some, I do iTunes because again, I'm like older, but um, having some kind of playlist that you can go back and you can be like, okay, I'm really feeling like really challenged and really defeated. And what can you do? What songs will help you kind of get through that time because you got this. It's just this idea of doing something. So I am going to ask you before we end this episode, what is the choice that you wish to make today? Are you in a place that your choice is going to be that you don't want to do anything because you are in survival mode and to take any action at all is something that's completely overwhelming? Or are you in a place that you're able to make the choice that you want to take action today? And if your choice is the second one, then let's review the steps that you would do to get you to a place that you are more in an area that you're willing to move forward with that, with that action step. Identify what it is that you want to do, what is the change that you want, and then to figure out what it is that the motion that's holding you back. If you want to continue taking action, immerse yourself into the experience that you want to have. Immerse yourself into the things and the books and the, and again, anything, the whole like environment of what other people that have achieved what you want have done and and kind of where those people hang out in a virtual space or even a physical space, even a community. So just so that it keeps it on the forefront of your brain that that's what you want. The third thing would be to start focusing on one thing that you can do today, just one thing. Practice that thing over and over again until you feel comfortable And then you can then feel ready to do the next thing and then do that next thing over and over again until you get better at it and so on and so forth. And then the last thing is to manage your expectations, knowing that any change that you do may not be easy, but it may not be hard as hard as you thought either. So I don't want to, I want to kind of dabble both extremes there. Um, 
you know, knowing that that feeling, if it is something that feels uncomfortable, it's only temporary. It is not forever. It will be fleeting. And when you look back at your whole life, it'll be something that probably took a lot less time than being in a period of doing nothing at all. And knowing and managing the expectation that your brain is going to want to do things that are familiar. And until you create new, those new pathways in your brain, those having that neuroplasticity of a new behavior, it's going to probably not feel um, automatic to you. But the more that you practice that behavior, the more your brain is going to adapt and you're going to be able to do it a little bit easier each day. And really trying to figure out what works for you in terms of managing and what's going to help you managing any of the obstacles that you may have. So if you're feeling defeated, how to reconnect with yourself. Do you need to do journaling? Do you need to meditate? Do you need to have some kind of playlist? Or perhaps you have something else that works for you. Maybe it's you go outside and you take a walk and then you're able to connect with yourself. So I appreciate you guys for listening today. I want to remind you that consistency counts, that each step, no matter how small, will take you into the direction of the person that you wish to become. So please, 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 if you feel like somebody would benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. The goal of this and the mission of this podcast is really to empower you to take action when it comes to expanding your vision of who you want to be. So if you feel like someone would benefit from that, please share it with them. It just helps grow the mission and the outreach of empowering women like you to make health changes when it comes to any of the goals that they desire. So I thank you again, and I look forward to seeing you guys back here next Thursday. Have a great week.